Hi, this is John Cackley with Centric Biz and Tech Talks. We've just been out at Centric's summer meeting in Indianapolis, and we caught up with our colleagues at Camp I.O. Let's find out what they've been up to. Good afternoon, Aaron. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you, John? I'm great. I'm great. So I want to talk about Camp I.O. Mm -hmm. And now you're the coordinator for Camp I.O. Mm -hmm. Now we do this, what, every summer or both spring and summer sessions? Yes. Uh, so we offer it the day before the summer meeting begins. Um, and unfortunately, it's only a once a year event. But I think that makes it a little bit more special. Uh, it's a, an interesting event. We bring together technologists and folks who are interested in that. We actually start planning for it right after the spring meeting concludes. And so we start to do a call for speakers. Usually what we're looking for is a, a project of some sort that you want to tackle over the summer, something interesting. And so people will submit us an idea, what they think they'd like to do. Well, so we had 18 submissions this year, I yes. think they said this. And uh, what, there were 10 speakers or 10 mm -hmm. presentations? Mm -hmm. Uh, so you went through a, a process to, to figure out the ones that would work out best? Yes. So this year was a record high for submissions. That's awesome. We had twice as many submissions as we had slots. And it's so hard. It's like picking your favorite children to <laughs> decide who gets to speak. So we kind of try and look at, you know, what is the... What does everything look like in technology today? What are the hot new things people are interested in? Um, oftentimes, work that people are doing at clients is not exactly cutting edge, depending on the client. Camp.io is a great way for technologists to sort of see in action what some of those budding technologies are. So we definitely look uh, sort of at the hype cycle a little bit. Uh, we do look for, you know, fun, interesting talks. They're not all necessarily deeply technical. Sometimes it's, you know, highlighting things you're doing over the summer with your kids to get them interested in computer sciences and engineering. Right. So I've heard several, they can be hobbies, mm -hmm. they can be just, you know, research projects, anything like that. Yeah. So we just try to figure out what is going to be, you know, the most interesting for our audience to learn. We are catering a little bit more to that technologist than your sort of traditional business consultant. But we, we try to do a, a good spread for the day to make it, uh, you know, light at times and a little bit you know, dense and immediate others. So what do you hope that people take away from it when they've been through a whole day of uh, these presentations? Yeah, it can be grueling. It is, is a very long day. But, you know, we really hope that they come away excited about some of the things that they've been learning about, interested in maybe exploring some of them on their own. And, of course, it's a fantastic way for to bring our technologists together. You know, they're in all these different operating groups and business units mm -hmm. across the country. And it's a great way to say, hey, you know, I saw Chris did an awesome presentation on serverless. And I want to know a little bit more. I think there might be some opportunities in my client or I just want to learn more about it. And so it's a way for them to, to connect and interface among themselves in, in ways that they might not necessarily uh, get to do. Or even if you're if you are really close to someone and, and you just talk about client work, um, this is, you know, a way to sort of bring in some of those other interests uh, and, and share. Yeah, what I've enjoyed seeing with some of these is that, you know, they're they're limited. They're only what half an hour at most for a presentation, something like that, mm -hmm. maybe a little longer. But people are still able to get into enough details mm -hmm. that all the technologists can really, you know, it's something chewy, something that they can really, uh, you know, yeah. uh, savor. Yes, we uh, we joke about demos and uh, you know praying to the demo gods. <laughs> we love when everyone includes demonstrations in their presentations, and and sometimes they work well, and sometimes. Uh, they don't. But it's really interesting, you know, when folks do that. And you can kind of almost see in the audience the wheels start to turn and they start to ask questions. You know, when is a good time to implement this new technology? When is a bad time? When doesn't this work? Um, and it's really interesting to see some of that, you know, back and forth uh, and just watch the wheels turn. Some of them are pretty hands-on. I understand the really one really popular one this year was using machine learning to determine what sort of wine you would prefer. And then there was actually a wine tasting yes. to determine if it came out that way. Although 
the sense I have is that the popular wine was free. It was not necessarily <laughs> the particular uh, type. Yes, well, <laughs> I, but it was interesting. You could even see some of the questions the audience members were asking. You know, if if we look at this based on geography, do do certain drinks pop up as more popular because there's a place nearby that specializes in them? Or are there regional favorites? You know, does one area of the country prefer beer over wine, over cocktails? And just sort of, you can start to see, yes, it's a drink recommending engine, but what about this? What about this? What about this? And you kind of open that can of worms and that sort of, you know, open a present on Christmas morning with some of these uh, grown adults that are like kids with these new technologies. It's great. Cool. And we're doing it again next year, right? Absolutely. All right. Great. Thanks a lot. Thank you. So, Eric, how's it going today? Good. Here at... Well, <laughs> summer meeting. Summer meeting. Yeah, I was like, what's the name of this thing? Yeah, at the summer meeting, uh, just at Camp I.O., day early. Yeah, it's been a really good meeting so far. Just learned a lot about different types of tech out there. Great. And so, what, it's been a lot of presentations, any hands-on stuff? What's... Uh, yeah, there's. it's been mainly presentations, but actually in the, the last couple presentations, there was a wine tasting. It's like machine learning recommending what kind of drinks you want. And so they, okay. they had a set of user data and they just found like what kind of wines that most people like. And overall, the whole room liked the wine that they, they brought in for everyone to try. It was really cool. Okay, cool. <laughs> so what other uh, presentations have you heard? First thing was like a Microsoft Teams app uh, where, where you can submit your timesheet on, online through that, through a chat bot, which is really cool. So you don't have to go to the website anymore. You just type in like, mm -hmm. show me my time card or something and then it'll pop up a, a window onto your teams and you can just fill out your information through there and yeah it's really interesting did you see how you could build a bot like that yourself now uh yeah we saw some of the code behind um so what some of the cooler uh, technical component was like the intent the bot will check your the words that you send it and then if it thinks that your intent is above a 50 percent like intent like if you say show me the time card it's like 100 percent sure you want to see a time card um it'll show you that and if it's under 50 percent, it'll just show you a help screen where it's like, oh, maybe you should try using these words instead. Okay, great. What's been your favorite thing besides that that you've uh, heard about today? The other cool project was the one that I'm working on right now. They showed the architecture. Um, Sean Wallace did a presentation on the architecture of it, and it's really cool. Like That's where he envisioned Centric can be in a few years. Just for quick, quick deployments, instead of taking eight weeks, it could take one day or something like that. Wow, can you tell me a little more about that? Yeah, with uh, Azure DevOps, you're able to set your builds like as a script so that it'll run the run your builds every time without you having to manually test each one. It, it'll, you just deploy it straight to Azure. It runs all your tests for you and it'll kick back any, any errors you get. So it's a lot more automated and it can get like really fast with how, how fast you can do continuous integration, continuous development and wow. deployments. Yeah, that really sounds cool. really exciting. Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> I mean, I'm not always that much of a techie, but to hear something that, you yeah, know, like something that's that takes so long awesome. and cuts down the time a lot is really, really cool. That's great. Great. Have you uh, met some other people from around Centric? Oh, yeah. Here? I've been around to different views in general because I travel a lot. So like I see some St. Louis people, some Seattle people, and it's really good to catch up with them every now and then. So like Amos, he did the presentation on the wine, actually, and he's right. from St. Louis. So right. it's really cool. Now, have you done any presentations? Uh, no, I haven't done any of them myself, but um, maybe in a couple of years or something, I can come up with something cool and <laughs> present myself, present my own stuff at uh, Camp.io. Okay, cool. Here at uh, Camp.io, talking to a couple more people. You guys have been here at uh, Camp.io all day? Yep. yep. All right. Yep. And what have you heard that, uh, that's got you excited? I've heard um, a lot of interesting projects going on. Um, one in particular in the morning was an individual was working closely with nonprofits, and he worked with his local church and a uh, children's pastor to actually implement LEDs, which kind of would simulate like a football stadium. And so the LEDs would get the whole backdrop and he would program them with a the microcontroller. 
based on the level of excitement of the kids, for example, if their decibel level went up and they were excited, the LEDs would kind of project like a status bar and would kind of show based on how loud they were, the cool. LEDs would light up cool. more and would raise higher. Well, so you know, when you see that at an arena, I always figure that it's fake, that some guy right. just pressing yeah, a button, exactly. right? <laughs> Which it could be. I mean, and granted, in an arena, they're probably just toying with it to make uh -huh. the, everybody sound good. But it's really cool seeing, because the kids, it really gets them involved with the visual and the technology behind it's really cool, too. Cool, cool. Yeah, Kathy was just telling me about that. So it was something you built uh, it really? from scratch, okay. pretty much? Or yeah, like, so he's really just buying LED strips using Arduino to program them. And then just a lot of wiring, too. So a lot of hardware work in terms of soldering together the LEDs and then uh -huh. soldering the, the Arduino board on there. He had multiple different panels, which you would put all together for to get the big screen display effect, okay. essentially. Cool. So how about you? What have you heard today that uh, excited you? So for me, it was the St. Louis BU unit's uh, presentation about recommendation on drinks okay. based on machine <laughs> learning. So I'm a drinker myself, and I <laughs> like to know history about wine and whiskey. So that intrigued me, and it was quite interesting. So okay. that's why, I mean, that was my top priority. I, when I come in for camp, I wanted to learn. And also machine learning is a new subject. So it's quite exciting to know about all those things. Okay. Yeah. All right. What would you like to hear? Maybe what would you like to see in another Camp I.O. in the future? So we had the Centric India team in, and they talked a lot about natural language, natural language processing since they used that in one of their capstone projects. And I think, I believe they won that. I'm not sure right. the exact details on that. Through their uh, presentation, they went through the process of different models and how you model Natural language, natural language processing. So, for example, you can take one sentence and take all the different words and essentially put them in a bucket based on the, the number of unique words, essentially. But I find it really interesting because that model doesn't take into account the sentiment of what you're actually saying. So if you say, like, this is interesting versus is this interesting, it's just correlating, okay, there's one is, one this, and one interesting. But it's not correlating the, the um, syntax of... Right, right the order of the words are in. So, but different models can take that into effect and it's kind of cool how you can kind of nitpick, okay, let's take some ideas from this model, some from a different model to optimize what we need to do for our application. Okay, cool. So anything else that you're curious about or that you enjoyed from the discussion? Yeah, it's, uh, I was looking for some more references, you know, if uh, some references can be handed out in advance so that I can read about it and then come because maybe I do not have that kind of background right. when it comes to machine learning. I work on .NET, but yeah, if there's another presentation and I'm interested about that, so if I get references, I can ask a few questions, know more about it. So uh, I look forward to that if from the next camp I.O. we can do that. Okay. Yeah, like Great. for example, for good, the natural language yeah. processing, um, I thought it looked based on what Tash said, like it was cool because they broke it down, but if we would have had that material in advance, maybe we could have mm -hmm. looked up ourselves and asked more intriguing questions off that. So how do they actually use that? Because the whole time I was kind of taking it in, I found it really interesting. Right. It was hard for me to process that and turn it around in two minutes. Okay, let's ask a question about that right now. Right. Um, but learning about it was really cool, but it would have been nice to engage more in conversation to further that understanding. Cool. But overall, it sounds like you've been, you know, everyone's really energized. Oh, for by sure. It's yeah. awesome. Yeah, yeah. awesome, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh -huh. I, this is my first camp I at Centric, and so I have worked with other uh, companies as well, but this is something really cool that Centric has started. And so so when they said, hey, come come, come to Camp I.O., did you have any idea what you're getting yourself in for? Oh, I thought that I'm coming in for the drinks. That's it. Kevin <laughs> said that, yeah, we'll be there out on Wednesday. We'll enjoy some drinks out there. Indy has got some good pubs. 
<laughs> I wasn't sure. I'll get in with some technical drinking as well. Hi, Kathy. How are you doing today? Fantastic. How are you? I'm well. I'm well, thanks. So uh, you've been at Camp I.O. all day today. All day. Absolutely. And uh, what have you heard that you enjoyed? Oh, well, first I have to say it's my first Camp I.O. Okay. So I came in not knowing what to expect. I think what's interesting is not only is there the introduction of technology topics, but also how they could be relevant to helping our day-to-day -day or with our customers. So, um, because I didn't understand exactly what I would be seeing here. And so it's not necessarily for programmers, but it's uh -huh. just all types of tools and tips and tricks to help make our lives easier, make things more accessible. Great. So very interesting. What's the most exciting thing you've heard? What, what caught your uh, attention the most? Oh boy. The thing that was really interesting is I've got to look into, I'm trying to think of the name of the tool, so I'm stalling because I can't remember the name of the tool. I, I mm -hmm. took my notes. It was a tool. <laughs> it was a tool. That's not very helpful now, is it? But it doesn't require coding. And so it seems to be, allow you to integrate different types of applications. Uh, power apps. Right? Is that right? Microsoft Power Apps. I think that's Could what be. it is. Okay. I think we'll go that's with that. what it is. Microsoft Power Apps. Um, All right. So they did a presentation where they showed how they, without coding, so you don't need to, mm. I, I have a technical background, so I'm a coder at heart. Mm. So it was fun to see some actual mm. logic and code up on the screen. I'm a little distanced from that now. Uh -huh. And so it's nice to know that there's some tools and enablement that we can leverage without having to be current in our coding skills, <laughs> that they're plug and play essentially. There's maybe a few minor things that you need to do, but then you can have, you can create your own customized uh, tools. So they showed examples like your own customized weather app or your own oh. customized room finder in your uh, for your calendar. Those I, types I want to make things. a weather app. I know, right? I want to do that, yeah. And so you use the APIs from vendors, and I guess it's it's like you copy the code, paste into the tool, and you can customize it to your own look and feel and maybe some features that you want to add. So really inspiring in terms of things to think about is you're working with customers or maybe they're not as tech savvy or maybe they don't have the budget for large scale tools, but maybe these give you those little widgets that really make your day easier. Sure. So very interesting, certainly food yeah. for thought. Awesome. Uh, and anything that you've heard that you're going to take away, you said mentioned, you know, things that might affect how you do your job or anything that... Well, I think the funny thing was the emotional intelligence. Oh, okay. uh, that was really a great presentation, and it was really funny because you're, you know, we work as centric folks with centric folks, right? And we know our culture, but then when we're on site at our clients, we run the gamut there, right? Right. You, you have a lot of interesting experiences, <laughs> so it's always something good to keep in mind, and you know, trying to think of different ways to be more tactful and diplomatic. Oh, you wouldn't have a problem with that. I know you. I try my hardest. <laughs> there are days, however. There are days, yes. That could happen to anyone. Yes. No, really good topics, great presentations, very passionate bunch uh, today. So uh, certainly uh, something I will consider for future Camp IOs. And if anybody has not been to a Camp IO, um, having today's experience, I would say definitely something to consider. All right. Great. Uh, Thank you. This is John Cathley with Centric Biz and Tech Talks. I'd like to thank my interviewees, Aaron Truex, Eric Chai, Ritesh Raman, Kevin Peisker, and Kathy Gentili. Thanks for listening.